Welcome to the Foundation's Report. The other day, I saw a meme floating around on social media. It had a picture of someone telling another person to have a blessed day. The other person appeared irritated, though, and fired back at the other, What if I don't want to have a blessed day? The meme was a bit funny, but it spoke to an all-too-common problem that people have with Christians today. A lot of talk, but no action. We seem to want to adopt catchphrases and spiritually-sounding words that we use when speaking to others. I'm not sure if this is an attempt to witness to others or to convince others of how spiritual one truly is. In James 2.14-18, the writer brings out a thought-provoking discussion. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. A wonderful friend that I attended college with who was from Sierra Leone, Africa, once told me that where he came from, that words meant nothing to them when missionaries or Christians would try to convince them of the power of the Lord. He said they wanted to see it. And as many can verify these days, there is more of an outpouring and move of God in those countries while the United States appears all dried up. As I have said before, spiritual-sounding phrases cannot be a replacement for the power of the Word of God. We see all through the Bible examples of this. Even Jesus himself demonstrated this when the devil tried to tempt him. This verse in James tells us that instead of wishing people a blessed day, we need to be a blessing. People are more apt to listen to the word of God with a full tummy, one missionary once said. Many times my wife and I would go down to the Under the Bridge ministry in Austin, Texas to sing and to help out. Lines that stretched on and on would form as the homeless would come and get their meal. They would even sit down and eat, and as we sang with the team and the gospel was preached, they would even pray with these individuals who had probably not had a bath in how long, yet the love of Jesus compels them to love and to pray for these people. When the internet was out the other night due to an ice storm in the area, my wife and I were forced to use the old antenna to pull in television stations. We turned to a program late night of a group of home repair people 
blessing a lady who had dedicated herself to caring for the mentally afflicted. They picked some of those whose lives had been touched by this lady, and they renovated different rooms of her house. One even saying that if it wasn't for her, they would have been dead a long time ago. Question. Why does the world know how to recognize a blessing when the church thinks saying the right thing will suffice? A preacher asked the other day what reason God would say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, for when we stand before him. I believe those instances where we are a blessing to someone, whether it is feeding them, slipping them some money when they didn't expect it but needed it, sitting down and listening to them vent, and then praying for them to God to intervene, or just plain giving them a hug when they really needed it. I kind of envision heaven being like that house renovation when God tells us, Great is your reward. As we see the way we have been a blessing to others in this life, I think there was a song written about that once. Hmm. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundations Channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.